everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 85. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. I hope you're having a fabulous day so far. I've got my Snoopy cup here. (laughs) It's not even Halloween time, but this is one of those insulated cups, and I just find that this keeps my water ice cold. You can hear the little ice cubes in it all day long and I didn't feel like switching the cup over. So that's why if you're watching this episode on YouTube, you see I've got my Snoopy cup, but I am ready to chat with you guys today. I've been thinking a lot about mindfulness lately and ways that we can sort of incorporate more mindfulness into our daily routines. And for me, my morning routine and my evening routine are a really important part of my day and really help me get centered A, in the morning for the day ahead and B, at nighttime to help me kind of unwind and relax and prepare for the next day. So that being said, mindfulness is something that I'm super passionate about, as you guys know, if you've been following me for a while. So I wanted to give you guys some tips about elevating your morning routine specifically because I feel like our mornings hold so much power. Your morning sets the tone for the entire rest of the day ahead. If you start your morning on a bad foot, you're probably gonna have a bad day. So we're gonna go ahead and get into that today. But before we do, I just want to quickly shout out that today's episode is sponsored by yours truly. Um, It's sponsored by my 21 day mindset program. So if you guys are interested in bridging the gap between your fitness goals and also mindset and finding a way to honor your progress and align with your vision, and really be proud of yourself along that journey of attaining your fitness goals, then this program is absolutely for you. I'm going to leave a bunch of information in the description for you guys, but essentially it's a three-week online course. You can go at your own pace, but once you have access to it, you can take whatever pace you want. There's daily lessons and there's daily journaling prompts for self-reflection, and I also have guided meditations in there, and there's 24-7 email support. So it's a really amazing program. I put my heart and soul into it because I've really tried to culminate the things that I have learned along my journey so far, specifically with fitness. So if that's something that you sound like you're interested in, go ahead and check it out. It's going to be in the description of this episode. I'm also going to leave a discount code in the description of this episode as well. You can use code philosophy10 and you will receive 10% off the course. So that is my little plug, shameless plug for my 21 day mindset program. But yes, if you're interested in that, go ahead and check out all the information in the description. But without further ado, We are going to dive into today's topic, which is elevating your morning routine. So if you're anything like me, my morning routine used to be terrible. It used to be non-existent. I remember when I would wake up in the morning, especially in class for, or in college for class, there was no sense of structure with a morning routine. I would often find myself skipping breakfast or not having time to shower or just rolling out of bed and really feeling like I was just thrown into the day and catapulted into things without a sense of cultivating mindfulness in the waking hours. And I want to say something that has helped me tremendously is being intentional about every aspect of the morning routine in terms of actually setting aside time for the things that are part of that morning routine that you would otherwise just be going through the motions with. And I want to say too, there's an amazing book that I've actually read over a couple times now. I do that sometimes with books that I have found really transformative for me in my journey. I'll reread them, but it's called The Mindful Day by Lori J. Cameron. An absolutely amazing book I recommend to anyone out there watching and listening to this. If you're really looking to dive into mindfulness in every aspect of your day and even in your job and your relationships, really helpful information. And there's a lot of things that I've pulled from there that I've used in my routine and also just things that I have learned along my journey that I'm going to share with you. So the first thing that I will say is 
I know a lot of us have busy schedules and sleep should be a priority. If you're not getting enough sleep and if you're waking up at a point in your sleep cycle where you feel really groggy, I think we've all had that happen before. There's that sweet spot where you're like, I can't get out of bed right now. I really don't feel like it. Sleep is essential. So if you can, I know it's really hard, but it might involve shifting some of your priorities the night before to allow you to get a little bit more sleep so that you wake up feeling refreshed. That's a big step that I think a lot of people overlook with a morning routine is the mere act of waking up actually feeling like you got a good night's sleep. So that's a really good place to start. And I will build off of that from there. So there's a few things that I do before I even step out of the bed in the morning. So the other thing I'll say too is like if you're setting an alarm, make it an alarm that's not really abrasive to you. I have a Fitbit and if anyone out there also has a Fitbit or an Apple watch, it uses vibration to wake you up. So it will vibrate to wake you up instead of that annoying iPhone alarm sound that even when I scroll a TikTok and I see that sounded it, I'm like my fight or flight reflex is activated. So that's something that helps me before I even get out of bed is finding an alarm that's not really abrasive or sends you into that stressed out mindset the second that you're opening your eyes. And that looks different for all of us. There's a ton of sounds in iPhones that are more relaxing. There's a bedtime feature I think that allows you to kind of set a nice relaxing tone to wake you up. There's also those clocks. They're kind of expensive from what I've heard, but they're the sunrise lamps and they emit light and they wake you up. There's a lot of other things that you can do, but starting from the second you open your eyes, wouldn't it make sense to have an alarm that's not going to immediately send you into a terrible mood? I think it makes a lot of sense. So I, to this day, I really don't use my iPhone alarm unless I have to like catch an early flight or something, or I have to be up at some crazy hour that I'm like anxious that I'm going to sleep through. But it's very, very rare for me to do that. The other thing that I do even before I go to make my coffee in the morning or even get out of bed is I'll kind of just take a moment when I'm opening my eyes or as I'm just sort of waking up to think about five things that I'm grateful for. And the practice of gratitude is something that will absolutely catapult you into a higher vibration. If you are starting your day from the frequency of gratitude and if you find the capacity to think about things that you're grateful for and really feel that gratitude, you are setting yourself up for success for the entire rest of the day. So I know sometimes life can seem like we have nothing to be grateful for, right? It can seem like things are going wrong and maybe we're not in the best place mentally or spiritually and things are just not feeling like they're... Sometimes you wake up and you just don't feel like you want to be expressing gratitude for things when they feel really challenging. But there's a quote that I've seen and I've Uh, referenced this quote many times now, and it's that a million people would consider their prayers answered if they could just trade places with you. And I remind myself of that in moments when I feel like the odds are stacked against me and I feel like things aren't going that well. No matter who you are, you have something to be grateful for. If you have, if you're watching and listening to this podcast right now, you have internet access. There's millions of people on this planet that don't even have the ability to do that, right? If you're alive, if you're breathing, if you have a roof over your head, if you have love in your life, there's lots of little things that you can think about that you can be grateful for. And it doesn't have to be something crazy. Maybe it's just you're grateful that you got a decent night's sleep the night before or, you know, that you're watching this or that, you know, you're in good health, that you have your health. Just try to think about five things in the morning that you're grateful for and that will make you feel really good. There's in no universe will expressing gratitude for the things that you already have in your life make you feel worse about yourself. So 
consider starting your day with that. You don't have to journal it. You don't have to make a big production out of it. Just sit with yourself in bed and just think of those things. Next thing I do after that, and this is maybe not something for everybody, but for me, I love coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker and I'm pretty particular about my coffee as well, but To me, coffee time in the morning is sacred. That is like my me time. That is my time that I take alone to myself to reflect and to think about what I want out of the day and to think about the day before and to set some goals and to just contemplate some deeper things as well. It's a sacred time for me. And it's not this huge, long production either. I think that's something a lot of people get twisted with making a morning routine is that they think they have to have all of these hours to do all of these things. It's not even necessarily that you maybe need more time to do these things. It's just doing them differently and with a different intention rather than just letting the moment pass you by. So when you're having your morning coffee, for example, maybe you're somebody that's in the habit of scrolling through the news or scrolling through social media as you're sipping your coffee or reading the newspaper. (laughs) If there's people out there that still, you know, read a physical newspaper. When you're engaging in that, you are allowing lower vibrational energy into your field when you're absorbing headlines, for example, about tragic events or everything that's going wrong in the world, or you hear about this political issue and these people are fighting with each other. And you then it reiterates that narrative to you that the world is a scary place, the world is an angry place. And Think about how that affects you energetically. If you're starting your day like that every single day, you have a choice, right? We're bombarded with so much information constantly. But the cool thing is that we have a choice of where we can direct our energy so that we can cultivate mindfulness in our lives and also so that we can protect our energies that we don't have to feel like we're starting our day from that place of fight or flight every single day. That's not to say that you should be totally unaware of what's going on in the world around you, but use your discernment. Understand that when we're bombarded with all of that information, it may not necessarily be good for you to be taking all of that in. So instead, if you're someone that does that, what are ways that you can improve your morning routine so that you're receiving the kind of information that's going to elevate you and that's going to set you up for success for the day? So maybe that's sitting with yourself and reflecting Maybe it's meditation, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's listening to a self-development podcast or a mindset podcast like this one, Um, or, you know, just listening to something inspirational in the morning. Maybe it is reading, maybe it's yoga. There's so many different ways, but like during that coffee time, think about it. When I do this morning routine that I'm telling you guys about right now, this is not a huge production. It takes maybe 20 minutes for me to sit with my morning coffee and to have cultivated enough space where I feel like I can enter the day with a clear head. So starting with that gratitude, move into your coffee time. And if you want to build upon that, I also suggest to people to start taking up journaling. I think journaling is one of the absolute best ways that we can begin to understand ourselves and work through things and deepen our capacity for just understanding our own tendencies and how we show up in the world, maybe where we're holding ourselves back, where we're excelling at, what we actually want to do, diving deeper into finding out what our soul's purpose is. Journaling is such an amazing way of self-reflection because it's just you alone with your thoughts. You know, nobody else has to read your journal. I really think of journaling as an adult diary. I use my journal as an adult diary. And I just 
freely and candidly talk about whatever is going on with me personally, whatever my goals are. And I look back on years past and I think about how much my mindset has continued to evolve and improve throughout the course of my life. And journaling has been such an amazing practice and it doesn't take a long time either. It's also not expensive, right? You can just grab a note. You could do it on your iPhone or like your computer if you want, but I would recommend using a real pen to paper to kind of help you release anything that you've been building up physically by writing it down. It can take just five minutes and you don't need to make it this crazy structured thing. Like just Don't worry about a journaling prompt. Don't worry about X, Y, Z. Just write. Just see what's on your mind and just get it from a pen to paper. I guarantee you, if there's something that you've been holding on to, you will feel better if you just take five minutes to kind of give yourself permission to release it and to just talk about it with yourself. Journaling is such an easy way to to transform your morning routine. The other thing that I'll say too is just... Making a ritual out of the things that are mundane. And I kind of touched on this earlier with taking your coffee and elevating it from an experience of just going through the motions to actually creating like a sacred space to enjoy your coffee. Think of every aspect of your morning routine. Like showering, for example. That's a there's so many things in our morning routine that I feel like we get caught in the rat race of just going through autopilot with, where we're kind of removed from ourselves and we're removed from the present moment because we're thinking about to-do lists, we're thinking about an email that we have to answer or that dentist appointment that we have to go to later in the day. And lo and behold, we're so far removed from the present moment. Also, this light just went out, which I'm a little bummed about. Guys. I'm trying so hard to make this setup good, but then I run into tech issues like these and you know what? I'm just going to allow it to be uh, as I'm talking about this. But if you're if you're listening, you're not seeing what's happening, but uh, the light in my background just went out. But anyways, um, like I was saying, there's so many things that you can do in your morning routine to just cultivate a little bit more mindfulness. And showering is a great example of that. If you're in the shower, take some time to ground yourself. Just connect with your five senses. What do you smell in the shower? What do you feel? What do you hear? You know, taste, probably not, uh, you know, a sense that we use in the shower, but maybe you have like a taste of your breakfast in your mouth or something or your toothpaste, whatever it is. If you just take a few moments to connect with your body in that way and you're breathing too, just like taking a few deep breaths, you will find that you can transform the same amount of time that you had for a shower. The same five, 10 minutes have now been transformed into an experience for you to ground yourself and connect with your breathing and connect with your body and finding a sense of calm before the day has even started can be so transformative. Building on top of that too, if you are someone that commutes still, I know a lot of us work from home now with the way that COVID kind of changed the world, but if you're somebody that commutes, there's dead time there, right? I think I call it dead time because if you're just like sitting in a car or you're sitting on a train for a half hour, for an hour, there's an opportunity there for self-development. Then there's an opportunity there to cultivate mindfulness that you can totally take advantage of at no additional cost, at no additional sacrifice of the time in your day. If you're driving, listening to a podcast, listening to an audiobook, listening to something that's inspirational, listening to healing frequencies, whatever the case may be, calling a friend, calling a loved one, connecting with people. If you're on the train, the same thing goes. You can read on the train. You can you know, listen to something that's uplifting. It really just comes down to a shift in perspective of the time that you're given in a morning routine and seeing how you can make the absolute most of it without creating stress for yourself. Because I think a lot of people get kind of stressed out when they want to 
engage in this stuff and they want to expand their capacity to create mindfulness because they assume that it's going to take a lot of time, it's going to take a lot of resources, it's going to take a lot of energy for them to make these changes. But if you are smart about it and if you lay out a framework for how you can make these changes, you'll be surprised at how simple it is. It's simple, but it's not easy, right? It does require a lot of effort and dedication and consistency to continue to show up for yourself in this way each day. And it takes a while too to get out of the habit of being an autopilot and get into the habit of being fully present. A lot of research says that three weeks is that sweet spot when we begin to formulate a new habit. So that's why you should be patient with yourself through this process of trying to create more mindfulness in your routine and just trust it. You know, take some time maybe If you're listening to this, if it's, you know, the weekend or whenever it is, take some time and just lay out what you think your ideal morning routine would look like in order for you to wake up feeling like you're starting the day from a good place energetically and vibrationally. For me, that involves a few things. A, the morning gratitude is a must for me. And there's a few things I do beyond these essential things that I will discuss after this, but A, the daily gratitude is an essential thing. B, having my sacred coffee time to reflect with myself and to read. I I do a combination of journaling and reading during that time. And those are my promises that I've made to myself of what I'm going to do with that 20 to 30 minutes that I've allotted myself in my morning. So doing that journaling um, and then just continuing to be present as I'm either like showering or taking my vitamins or having my breakfast and just really trying to start the day from a good place. And I will tell you on days when I don't do this, when I don't make the space for this morning routine, I do feel a difference. I do feel like I'm not quite as present. I'm not quite as able to handle things that are irritating. You know, usually when I'm doing this routine or when I'm meditating consistently, I have a lot more grace in terms of handling challenging moments and things that kind of come up out of the blue. But um, that's why I'm saying like sometimes all it takes is just being smart and being intentional about every minute that you have when you're starting your morning and how you can optimize it for your self-improvement. So yeah, there's a couple other things, like I said, um, that I do in addition to this. Um, beyond just my daily gratitude practice, I do often, you know, I would say like several times a week, I kind of, I talk about the mirror method with you guys a lot if you've been following me and it's the mirror manifesting method. And it's just a way for me to thank God for everything that I've already been given in my life and to call in the things that I want in my life. And I will go through that a couple times a week. That's a pretty in-depth process for me. And that can sometimes take like 20 minutes or so. So I understand for some people, if that's not something that they want to be doing every single day, I don't think it's necessary. Um, But I do think it's a really powerful way to connect, you know, with spirit, with source, the creator, whatever label you want to put on it, connecting with the higher power, connecting with the, the energy and the omnipresent being that's sort of ruling everything and giving yourself a chance to kind of dive inward and connect with that. But In a nutshell, just making the space for these little changes, you will see, I guarantee you, if you do these things, you will see a difference in your morning routine and you will see a difference as that creates a ripple effect through your entire day where you will feel the effects of that continuing to carry on. And the way I'll posit that to you is if you think of the inverse of that, if you start your day, the second you come out of bed, something pisses you off. Maybe your dog chewed a hole in your favorite pair of shoes. 
Now you're mad. Then you spill coffee on your shirt. Now you're really upset. Then you are driving to the office and you're stuck in a half hour of traffic and you aren't late for work. Then you're like, oh, I'm really pissed now. This is going to be a terrible day. Guess what? It's probably going to be a terrible day. And the thing is, we may not always have control over those circumstances, right? There could be a universe where that happens too, where you're doing these mindfulness things of your dog puts a hole in your shoe. Okay. It, this happened. I can't control that it, this has already happened. Let me just continue to go through my morning. But, and if you have things and if you approach things with that place of mindfulness, you will be more equipped and you will be better handled in those moments of stress and in those things that would usually probably set you off and totally piss you off, you've gained a new perspective on. Like for example, if you're stuck in the traffic, you can say, okay, I can't change this right now. There's traffic. There's nothing I can do about it. Let me make the most of this moment by putting on a podcast or calling my mom, calling my dad, whatever the case may be. It's just these subtle little shifts that we can make on a daily basis that will lead us to drastic change in the long term and that will lead us to a whole new level of just being awesome and like feeling really good. So that's all I have for you guys today. This is a quicker episode, I know, but I kind of just wanted to hop on and, and tell you guys quickly how you can improve your morning routine. And if you're listening to this, try out some of this stuff, you know, tomorrow. Try some of it out. See how it goes. You know, make some space to have coffee time by yourself if you can. Make some space to journal, to read, to listen to something that uplifts you. Whatever it is for you, whatever that looks like for you, sit with yourself and find out what that is. But I certainly hope that this helped you. If you guys enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you subscribe on YouTube as well, it totally helps out the show. And if you want me to talk about an evening routine as well, let me know. I'd be happy to do that. Like I said, the morning and the evening are the bookends of the day, so they really kind of determine how the next day is going to go and how the day ahead of you is going to go. So they're both very important times of the day for us energetically and vibrationally. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And like I said, be sure to check out my 21 day mindset program in the description if you're interested in that. And if you are interested in this topic in particular today, I go in depth a lot more with this topic during that three week course. So there's a lot more guidance in terms of that morning routine and there's a lot more guidance with journaling prompts. So again, if that's something you're interested in, use that code philosophy 10 at checkout and you will receive 10% off. But that is it, my loves. I'm sending you so much health, wealth, success, happiness, abundance, love, and joy, and amazing morning routines and good vibrations when you wake up in the day. And I will see you next time. Bye.